Good day, everyone. My name is Ricky Vice, and welcome to Fight Club Radio. Today, I want to talk about people minding their own goddamn business. <laughs> it's actually not that not that deep. Um, I am thirty years old, and as of March, I turned thirty. When I turned thirty, I was working at a place with uh, a lot of younger people, college kids. And this was during a time in my life when uh, Corona hit, the economy wasn't great, I couldn't find a job, so I got a retail job. I look, I am told I look 22, maybe 25 if I've been drinking. And I always have to prove that I'm actually 30 because people don't believe me. I take care of myself, I moisturize. I brushed my goddamn teeth. When people find out that I am 30, mostly women do this. They will say, you're 30 years old? I thought you were like 22. Like you skateboard. <laughs> like, And I honestly don't believe that they mean to be rude when they say this. But a lot of them say, Aren't you going to get married soon? Aren't you going to find a wife? And it's like, I mean, yeah, eventually. But like, the thing with this is, 30 is getting old. Like, I honestly don't believe that 30-year-olds should be getting drunk every weekend, partying, doing like college kid shit. But like, the biggest thing is, people, they, they like attack my my hobbies as a 30-year-old. And when I was 18, 19, 20, 21, I don't know if I would have uh, uh, looked down upon somebody who was 30 uh, doing the things that I do. Me, I love skateboarding. I was trash at it when I was a teenager. I was trash at it when I was, I don't know, I think the last time I skated was when I was like 19 and I sucked at it. I sucked at it because, uh, for one, I didn't have anybody to do it with. And two, I just didn't like understand how I didn't understand how the tricks worked. But now that I'm 30, I w I'm not going to say that I'm great at it, but I can ollie. I, I'm I could do a pop shove it. I think when I was a kid I, I could do uh I could do a pop shove it or a manual. But it's great exercise. I love it. Honestly, I love like on a on like during summer, on a hot day, I love waking up early and going to the skate park. For one, there's no people there. Number two it's great exercise, and you'll feel fantastic after you do it. And you, you, I don't know, you just feel great. Like, I get to listen to my rock music, and or my alt music. And the interesting thing is, is it's like, what's the opposite? What do people want from me? Even my own parents. They're like, you're 30 years old. You're going to the skate park to pretend like you're 19? Yes, yes I am. 
Like, can I just fucking enjoy something? It's a hobby. It's not doing drugs. It's not watching a football game on the TV. Alexa, off. That's my stupid alarm in the morning. So, I, I'm just like, what, sometimes when I get too offended, I'll say, well, what, what, would you, what would you like me to do? Do you want me to collect coins, stamps? Maybe make up home-brewing alcohol? No. How about I do whatever the fuck I want for as long as I want, and you can go back to your life? That's the thing that I notice as I get older is that most people are losers. Most people are losers who have no hobbies, have no aspirations, and they have nothing better to do than shit on people's dreams. Now, in in the defense of my coworkers, all of the guys, they loved it. They thought it was awesome. Like, like I, I worked with maybe, I don't know, 10, 10 college kids, college guys. And at first they were a little bit apprehensive and they were like, who's, who the hell is this guy? He's like, he, he's, he's 30 years old and he's working here. What the fuck? Shouldn't he like have kids or something? But then as they got to know me, they're like, dude, Ricky's cool as shit. Like, and the greatest compliment I've ever received was from, uh, one of my coworkers who said, Damn, Ricky, I hope I am as cool as you when I'm 30. That stuck with me. That happened like a year and a half ago. And it was just the greatest compliment I've ever gotten. The women, on the other hand, I I did notice this. A lot of the women that I worked with, the college girls, they didn't want to like a 30-year-old, if that made sense. I'm a fairly charming guy, good-looking, and I have hobbies. But a lot of them are just so like, oh, I don't want to get to know him. He's, he's like 30. That's when they're with their group. But when I get them alone and I'm talking to them, they, are, they have fun. They love hearing about my skate park stories. And they they almost like bantering with me. So it's like, that's one of the reasons why I like this podcast is because this is a place where people can come and believe what they really believe. Fuck society. Fuck your friends. Fuck your family. Right now you believe and like what you want to like. And uh, so anyway... I also like to write. I write. I I've been a writer since I was like uh, since I was a little kid. I love scary things. I loved writing uh, action adventure. Never really got into fantasy, but so the point is, is that there was a part. There was a time in my life where I just stopped telling people what I did, and everybody thought I was boring. When I had my first office job, I want to say I was 24, and I lived at home with my parents, so I saved up all my money. So I had money to spend. I was also day trading stocks, 
and I didn't talk to anybody in the office because they they all looked at me like, oh, he's he's the quiet guy. He doesn't do shit. But on the weekends, I was taking flights to Los Angeles. I was taking weekend trips up to Michigan to smuggle back blueberries. You know, I, I, I would go up to Milwaukee to go gamble. The thing is, is that this is a choice that people make. Life is a choice. I'll say this, living is a choice. You know, there's always some motivational asshole who's like, so so many people are dead before they even die. Where they give up on life, they give up trying. And that's really sad. Because people don't realize that they're wasting their lives relaxing. That's one thing I always hated with people was, oh, I'm just relaxing. Why, why are you relaxing? Oh, because I had a long day. I had a stressful day. Like, why? why how, how am I going to phrase this? I'm not calling people lazy. I'm calling people, hmm, what's the word? Basically, people are not as tired as they think they are. When you get off work or school, most people just directly go to some kind of instant gratification like video games or TV. But what if you just pushed yourself to go out and do something else? Like you're not going to die. You're not going to be tired. And it's got to be something that you actually enjoy. I have some family members who are like that. Where they, they just feel like they always need a break. They always need rest. And that's why I'm happier than them. That's why I have better hobbies than them. Almost everywhere I go, there's people who see me as being weird. Like, he's so crazy. He's so weird. Maybe they're the weird ones. Maybe everybody else is weird. When I was struggling with depression and anxiety in my younger 20s, upper teens, I, I wish I would have known that most people are losers who don't know anything about anything. They don't know how to live life. They follow the Squidward rule. You wake up in the morning, you go to work, and you do that for 40 years, and then one day you get to die. Like, that's the deal. You get to die. You are not in a in a meat prison trapped in your body. Once I realized that that most people think that way and they're wrong, like there's nothing stopping you from having a hobby for thirty minutes out of the day. Thirty minutes. What what I do? Thirty minutes on my lunch break, I go think about some crazy shit that I want to write about. Even when I'm relaxing, I'm still studying something, like skateboarding. I watch people do skateboarding tricks because I want to get better. It's also important. I think this is more of of an American thing, but a lot of people are so obsessed with making money or being, being the next famous person. 
that everything that they do has to pay off. Like, there's no payoff for this podcast. There's no payoff for me skateboarding. I'm not going to be a professional skateboarder. I don't want anything from it. I do it because I enjoy it. Now, going back to my previous job, hanging out with these college kids, the funny thing is, is that a lot of them started coming to me for advice. Hey, Ricky, how do I not become a loser? Hey, Ricky, what do I do? What do I do with this girl? How do I handle this situation? What would you do? What do you regret? And I would give them advice. And I said, here's what I would do, but here's the correct option. Especially for women. Like, I am a firm believer that if you are 18 to 21, stay the fuck out of relationships. Do not do not get a girlfriend. Um, you think you have time, you think you can manage it, but you can't. Um, you can casually flirt, maybe go out, have a romp in the park. But in no way should you be seriously dating someone. You should be hanging out with your friends, building lifelong contacts. You should be flirting with girls and maybe even fucking them. But you should not be super, you should not be wasting your energy on a relationship that is destined to fail. Now, I'm not very pessimistic about this, mind you. Here's what I've learned by the time you're 18, all the way up until the age 26, you're going to be about seven different people. Your personality is going to change so much that this, the, the probability that you and the girl that you're with are, are going to be the same person or the same or even uh, compatible by, by age 26. It, it's so low. It's so low that it's not even worth doing. Of course, the... The basement dwellers would say it's better to have loved than lost than ever to have loved at all. I agree because you're getting stories from it, but uh, it is, it's, it's better if you use your energy to focus on something else. So I would tell these guys, focus on school, focus on getting a skill, focus on, on building yourself. Build good habits and have fun with your friends. I ditched all my friends after high school. I didn't really make I didn't really go to college, so I didn't make any new friends. I made girlfriends. And I hung out with their loser guy friends. But once we broke up, the guy friends would like they would ditch me too. However, that's not practical advice for everyone. I ditched my high school friends because they were losers. I hung out with the with the druggy gangster guys in high school. And I was like, we're 18. Yeah, we, we were smoking weed. But now they're 18 and getting into pills? Like, that, that's, that's what we're starting our adult life off on. You guys are doing pills. You guys are doing coke. Like, losers. 
Like, there's not too many successful people who have started doing that at age 18, and then it all works out in the end. Like, no. I sensed that they were becoming losers, so I left. I was like, fuck you guys. I got a life to live. Granted, I didn't really do too much, but you know what? I tried. I did something other than doing drugs. And the sad part is, when I, when I stalked them on Facebook, they're still doing the same shit they did in high school. And that's sad. That is really sad. And and even worse is when they want to reconnect and be like, oh, so what are you up to? <laughs> I'm, I'm up to a lot more than you, that's for sure. And here's the thing. We don't need, as a society, we don't need all of this pleasantries. We don't need to be polite to these kinds of people, these time wasters. Like so many people, so many friends from my past that I have deemed losers, I, I don't want them in my life. I don't need that kind of energy added to my mathematical equation, which equals my life. Like there was this one guy I went to middle school with. We connected on Facebook. I was like, oh, what's up with him? What's he been up to? We used to be best friends. He moved away. That's fine. We're talking, and it's like, oh, he lives here now? I live here now. That's like 15-minute drive. Let's hang out. And then we got to talking more. And my friend was like, actually, can you pick me up? I, I got my license taken away because of a DUI. Fucking cops. And I'm like, I, I just stopped talking to him. I was like, yeah, oh, maybe maybe some other time. At that time, I wasn't very honest and confrontational. But no, I don't want to hang out with a guy who had a DUI and has no license. Loser. Like, fix yourself. Maybe come back in five years when, when you have shit going on. And he, here's my position on that. Say, say I pick him up. I reconnect with him. And we become great friends. Every single time that we hang out, I now have a job. It's my responsibility to get my friend home safely and have him not peer, have him not peer pressure me into drinking too much. And what kind of friends does he have that he's going to introduce me to? He's going to make me uh, socialize with these other people. That are just going to add nothing to my life. I would become like a babysitter. And also, the stuff that he's into, maybe I'm not into, but it's good to have opposition. However, if I'm hanging out with somebody, there's got to be some part of them that I actually want to become. So do I feel bad about ghosting him? No. We were friends in the seventh grade. We're now adults. Act like it. And maybe we'll be friends. I think it's great when people know their value. 
know that they are worth more than hanging out with somebody with a DUI. And if you have a DUI, shit happens. I get it. Fix yourself. I'm not saying go on a self-improvement rampage. Just be better. At that current time, my old friend was what was in a position where he thought that he could have dr- driven home drunk. I have no room in my life for that. On the flip side of that, there's been a lot of people in my life who have viewed me as the loser where they were going to go off and do great things and solve all the world's problems. And most of them, it didn't work out. I respect them for trying, but they understood their worth as a theory, not a fact. Like I had this one friend, let's call him, I don't know, let's just make up a name, call him Mike. He went off to New York to become a comedian. And we we worked in the same office together, and he got me on TV once. I was on an episode of uh, Skin Tight. You can watch it on Hulu. And I, I, I was almost like a counselor to him. Every single morning I would talk to him about his depression and shit like that. And I convinced him. I was like, you're going to die in this office unless you... Unless you go and do something. So stop complaining. Stop buying weed. Save up your money. And go to fucking New York. And he did. He went to New York and became a, a comedian slash sketch comedy actor. Something like that. And then Corona hit. Sorry, let me back up. He goes to New York. I meet up with him. And we hang out. It's alright. After that... He stops responding to me. He ghosts me. Doesn't have time for me kind of thing. And I get it. People grow apart. And then Corona hits. I don't talk to the guy for three years. Three, four years. <coughs> and randomly I get a text. And it's, and it's an inside joke that we used to have. Good for you. Good for you. This is a a quote from a movie called Envy with Christopher Walken. Anytime he would have positive news, I would say, good for you. Good for you. And there's like seven people who watched it, and apparently Mike was one of them. So he texts me that. Good for you. Good for you. And I almost texted him back until I figured out what he wanted. He had went to, gone to New York, and now that the world was on fire, he was coming back to Chicago to live with his parents. And he was looking for a job, I bet. So he needed me for something. I didn't need him for anything. Maybe back when we were friends, I needed a friend. I wanted somebody to talk to. But he's an actor. 
You can't trust him. Because what, what he was going to do, get a job, get back on his feet, and then eventually he would just ghost me again. I'm not going to use my energy on somebody who is not going to invest in me as a person. I don't think it's considered jaded or a bad attitude, pessimistic. I think it's just surviving. Post-gatherer, hunter-gatherer, I think that it's still relevant to uh, appease a tribe, build a strong tribe. If your tribe is not strong, neither are you. The people in my life right now, the people that I deem worthy, are strong. Strong, level-headed, and you know some of them are family, so I kind of have to put up with some bullshit. But the point is, choose who you hang out with wisely. And don't be afraid to kick people out of your life. You don't have to be a dick about it. You don't have to be mean. You can just let it happen naturally. I had a bunch of people post high school that 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 happened to. We grew apart. Some of them I, I wasn't even better than. I didn't even consider myself to be equal to. I just knew that they were going to go off and do big, bigger and better things, so I just let it go. So whenever you see somebody growing, the quality of people growing is that people who try new things and fail and tell you about it, that's a big thing. When people try something new and they fail at it and then still tell you, that's a powerful moment. That means that that person knows that they're humble enough to say, you know what? I'm living life on purpose. I am living. And not everything is meant to be okay. Not everything's meant to be perfect. I don't have to have natural talent. I just have to not be doing nothing. I know that my horror stories are shit. <laughs> I like them. I have a blast writing them. But some people, they just can't, they just can't get it through their skulls that life, like you are not your job, to quote Fight Club. You are not your job. You are not how much money you have in the bank. You are who you, you are who you act like every single day when you're alone. If, if you jack off when you're alone, then yeah, you're a wanker. You jack off, therefore you are a wanker. If you write, you're a writer. It's like, it's not that complicated to figure out. I'm a podcaster. I am currently writing or recording a podcast. I'm sure it's shit, but I'm having fun doing it. I also think that a natural roadblock that a lot of people get into are segues. 
it's hard to find a transition into something new. Like to just have a thought one day and be like, yep, I'm going to try that. If you want to hear something kind of, I wouldn't call it cringy, but it's it's kind of funny. My my life kind of started when I watched a movie called uh, Yes Man with Jim Carrey. And in this movie, he, he's like this really boring guy and he says no all the time to his friends. Then he goes to a convention, he says yes to life. It's like a motivational speaker who says yes. Say yes to everything for 30 days. And I actually did that. Like within reason. I didn't give homeless people any money. But the point is, is that I, uh, I said yes to life. I started trying new things. I started hanging out with new people. And it did work. So when I, when I think of something, I say yes to myself. But I, I get it. It's hard for people to go from, oh, I want to try skydiving. But then the brain starts giving you reasons why that's going to cost too much energy. And you're going to be like, well, I can't go skydiving. When am I going to have time for that? I have to watch six hours of Netflix on Saturday. I don't have the money for it. Save a dollar every paycheck. You'll get there eventually. The other thing people run into is when people go to their friends or family for validation. I stopped going to my family for validation of shit. Most of the time, because like well, where we first started, people will give you reasons not to do something. When I started writing with intent to distribute, people people were like, well, you think you're going to become a writer? You think people are like, how, how much are you going to charge for that? A dollar? That was one of the one of the greatest insults I've ever had in terms of a creativity, where I had someone who I trusted. I, I entrusted them to share my excitement. I'm going to be a horror writer. I want to write scary stories. I'm going to sell them on Amazon. And then they responded with. You really think that you're you're good enough to do that? How much are you going to charge? A dollar? You should just give it away for free so more people read it. No. <laughs> no. That's not what I want. I don't want to write free books. I want to write books that are worth $3.99. I want to write books that inspire people. I want to write books that scare the shit out of people. Every time I do write, my intention is to make non-scary things scary. So yeah, I would look around my room and be like, what's not scary? My lamp. Well, guess what? That lamp, off the top of my head, a demon comes and it charges itself and it changes it into this weird color. And, I don't know, zaps you when you're sleeping. I don't know, some shit like that. But the point is, is that I'm having fun. It's like in Jurassic World. 
where the CEO is like talking to that business bitch and she's like, oh, our numbers are up 7,000%. And he's like, but are people having fun? Are people enjoying themselves? It's like, I don't care if, if your art sucks. Like my friend Mike, his comedy was terrible. His shows, his shows were okay, but I would go to them because he was having fun. I like that energy. That's, that's what I look for when I'm trying to find people, when I talk to people. What kind of energy are you giving me? Are you fun? Are, are you excited about something? I don't even care if I give a shit about it. Like at, at my trade school, my partner is so spastic. And he has all of these weird hobbies. But I like hearing about him because he's passionate about it. And if I like that, most people do. If I'm a normal guy, most people do want to hear about your passions. However, be careful because a lot of people, while they're interested, eventually they will be like, oh, he's just delusional. He thinks he's going to become a millionaire. Everybody is so wrapped up that that's the goal. That's the goal for everything. I'm not a skateboarder to become a millionaire. I'm a skateboarder so I can stay skinny and be healthy and feel good and have fun. Be outside. Gives me an excuse to listen to music. I'm a writer so that I can uh, grow my imagination. So that I can scare people. I, I had an old Instagram account. Where I would post these short, scary stories, and I, I would uh, I would promote it. Twenty bucks. Here, enjoy. And uh, I remember this one comment. Well, here, let, let me tell you the story. It's like real quick. A, a letter shows up on on somebody's doorstep, and it says, "Want to play a game?" Question mark. And the first one, it's called the mirror game. Rule number one, if you look into a mirror, uh, the demon will, will reach through and pull you through and kill you. Number two, oh shit, what was, what was the rule number two? I forget it. Let, let's just say the rule number two is, uh, the you're only safe in your kitchen or something like that and then rule number 3 once you read all of the rules you are automatically playing good luck and basically the the whole thing was to trick the reader into into automatically playing the game and then the comments were like, no, damn it, why did I do that? And that's fun. That is such a fun thing. Like, people have a billion mirrors in their room, in their houses. And, and now I scared them. I forced them to broadcast scared energy, fear. And that's why I write. Because that's fun. Now, for anybody who's looking looking to me for advice, 
come to Ricky Vice for advice. Here's what I here's here's how I handle it. I tell them anyway. And I even get a little passive aggressive about it. I say, "Yeah, that's what I did on the weekend. What'd you do?" And they almost always have nothing else to say. Because now they're below me. They are beneath me. I am living such a more fun life than they are. Like me, I'm wearing sunglasses inside right now. What are they doing? I'm thinking about buying a kilt this summer. What are you? What are you? What are you doing? What you got over there? Tank top? Yoga pants? You you just buy some men's yoga pants? <laughs> you gonna be showing off your bulge while you go for a jog? Anyway, all I'm saying, live life. Do something stupid. Do something not for money. Whatever you whatever you want to do. Get a hobby. I don't know what else to say. But yeah. Um, anyway, I'll leave you with that. Um, as a side note. People are attracted to people who are doing cool things. Whether they like you or not, if they think that you're interesting, they'll stick around. If that's your goal. People like Johnny Depp because he's crazy. People like Jim Carrey because he's crazy. People like influencers, actors, because they do cool shit. But people forget, they take massive dumps every single morning. Just like you and me. And if that doesn't motivate you to do something silly, I don't know what will. I'm Ricky Vice. And remember the first rule of Fight Club Radio. Do not talk about Fight Club Radio.